The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Welcome back to On the Block. Once again, it's the second hour. It is E, Strick, and Bach on the ones and twos. Great first half of the segment. If you guys uh, either like what you heard or didn't like what you heard or laughed at what you heard or any of those things, Sauter Heyman text line is always open to you. The Honda Lincoln hotline as well, uh, 402-464-5685. We thank Evan Bland for joining us as well on the Aloe VIP line. And let's get into this second segment. A little bit of NFL scoop. What's going on out there? Um, the NFL trade deadline, some thoughts on that. Which big name players could possibly be on the move or who needs to make a move or who needs to be still and let things play out? Let's get into it a little bit. Um, the reality of it is that to me, Bach, there's been some sluggishness. It, 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 there haven't been those intensified NFL matchups like we normally see on a regular basis. Like, I was just looking at the schedule this week, and I'm like, it's kind of bland. Like, mm. the Cowboys and the 49ers was one that, that was set up really nicely. But I'm looking around, and I'm like, uh, there's really no storylines. There's really nothing that just brings interest to me. It's kind of like the early season sometimes of the NBA where it's like, uh, you know, and we know what they're trying to do with that. But here's the deal. There's a handful of teams right now, Bach, that are sitting at one and four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, three of those have pieces that other teams probably would want or might want. Some of them have quarterbacks that they wish they could get rid of, but they can't. <laughs> um, and, and, and a few of those teams that are sitting there at that position are the Vikings, the Giants, and the Broncos. Each of them finding themselves at a tough spot at this time of the season with the need to get rid of a few pieces and, and put themselves in a position to prepare for 2024. Those are the three teams that I think have the most uh, need, especially with the salary cap the way it is, and the money that they have out on certain players, and then trying to position themselves to get under the cap for some that they may want to sign. So let's start with the Vaca, uh, the Vikings first. Okay, um, with the Vikings, they've regressed after going thirteen and four and losing in the wild card uh, to the Giants, which was probably one that achy breaky their heart. 
But now they're at uh, one and four. Also with Justin Jefferson, with now on the IR for four, at least four games. At least four games. The the hamstring injury is one of the hardest ones to recover from because it's just it's not a lot of blood that gets to that that muscle. So we don't even know if Justin Jefferson is going to even be able to get back to the same strength potentially um, that he would be. Kirk Cousins is one of the pieces as well that sits there still. I think the NFL quarterbacks are a lot of them like Kirk Cousins, the abilities to do some some good things and, and, and other than that. But what's your initial thoughts on what they may need to do? Do they just need to unload? Um you know, what is the perspective as far as the Vikings right now? Because it's just, it's, they thought they'd be in a better position than they are right now. Yeah. And, and for what it's worth, at least compared to the other teams, these, they've lost to good teams. I know it's one and four. You don't want to be one for the other, one way or the other. Um, but they're basically losing single digit games, you know, single possession games uh, to good teams to include Tampa Bay, who's three and one. Surprising good team. But um, yeah, I mean, their, their big question is going to be around Kirk Cousins. And it has been for a while now. Is what are they ultimately going to do with it? You're going to pay him it's up, big money, keep him, yeah. or like you said, I mean, just the way that this season's playing out, and they're in a division maybe where they can, you know, get fight back in and, and be be part of this thing. So I don't know if I would quite label them sellers quite yet, um, but at the same time, it's just it's just kind of the, every, the 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 stars are aligning right for maybe if if you're not having a good season it's it, it could be a move where you can get rid of Kirk Cousins without a whole lot of fan backlash uh and i say that somewhat tongue in cheek but also like it's it's hard to know what like the viking fan base wants out of their quarterback so, cuz i've hear some of them are completely tired of Kirk Cousins want to move on try somebody else mm-hmm. at the same time Kirk Cousins probably you know their best quarterback they've had is in a stable position um Heck, I don't know. I mean, it's just been a long time. It's that's been a, a troublesome quarterback, you know, position. And Kirk yeah. Cousins, as you often allude to him as, is kind of your okay, good enough to make it in in the league. Put can put up some, some big numbers. Um, usually struggles in the last drive or whatever to kind of get you the win. Um, but is is certainly serviceable even past that point to probably above average NFL starter. Um, so that's what's going to give him a designation now. So, but at one and four, I think you do at least trade block him. I'm not saying trade him, but put him on the trade block. See what you can get a re- in a return. Um, but you've just got a lot of because there's a lot there. of bad teams. Yeah, there's a lot of bad teams that can use a little bit of a upgrade. Just oh, yeah. think of like, and he would. I, I would say that even the Giants right now yeah. or the Jets right now. Oh yeah, would be in a position to take a Kirk Cousins, a seasoned veteran, somebody who know has some good upside. Whether even if there's inconsistency at it, it's definitely an upgrade from where they are right now. So, but but here's the thing though. Here's where they here's where they sit. They have a rookie quarterback right now. I mean, they're 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 in a they're in a, already in a bad situation, right? Mm-hmm. You have a rookie quarterback, Justin Jefferson is hurt for another 4 weeks. You have Jordan Addison who is now going to have to probably step into a, a number 1 role and do a little bit more. Um so that's going to give him a little bit more seasoning and prepare for uh, to be even a, uh, take on a better, bigger and better role for the team. So then you you you're not tanking, but you you're getting seasoning from those players. Probably putting a good you know uh, opportunity for O'Connell to become a strong backup for you. I don't know if O'Connell to me is going to be a starting quarterback. He doesn't give that. He don't give me the Brock Purdy vibes. He doesn't give me anything like that. But we'll see. Throw it out there and let him see. And here's why. Because this is a huge quarterback market that's going to be open to you in the draft for next year, right? 
If you come up with a whole bunch of losses this year, your first round pick could be looking at a Caleb Williams. I'd be having discussions with his agent and and anybody in his NIL department right now and let him know, hey, are you interested? I want to know because that way I can figure out, is it you or is it maybe a Drake May who I can have as a quarterback to be able to uh, throw to these wonderful weapons that we have? So that's just a thought that I have. Do you want to add to that or you want to move on? Oh, we can move on. Okay, here we go. Um, the uh, other team that I don't think is in a in in a worse situation because I actually think they're they have better weapons. It's just a matter of what direction they're going to want to go, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the Broncos as far as whether or not the the Russell Wilson uh, situation or or whatever's out there. But the Broncos do have pieces in that Russell Wilson as well with another with bad quarterbacks out there. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. So I don't want to dig too bad, big on that. But also Patrick, Pat Sertain uh, II is also out there where you can throw some things around. Um, you have, you know, solid receivers and Jerry Judy. Uh, Cortland Sutland has been there for quite a while now. Big, strong, you know, guy who can also run, uh, which can help you out a little bit. So they're a little bit better in this process, potentially, of being able to make some moves but what's your what's your thoughts? Because right now they're they're sitting in a position that I'm sure they didn't think they would be in. Yeah, with Sean Payton and, and you know, they're hopefully they're, they're being able to get the best out of Russell Wilson. That's what the hope was. Um, what was not planned is having the worst defense in the NFL, which they've given up yeah. more points. Obviously, a lot do that seventy points that they gave up in one game to the Dolphins. Um, but you know, we already saw them get rid of Randy Gregory. They at least got a little bit of a return on him after initially releasing him. Uh, and a trade to the 49ers. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're more, they're, they don't feel like I was just saying with the Vikings where it's like, yeah, it's one and four. Maybe you, you take a two, few more weeks, see if you're three and four, and then you're right back into it. Um, the, Bronco, the Broncos feel further away than that. So mm-hmm. um, I could definitely see them being a seller at the trade deadline. Okay. Lastly, let's talk about the uh, New York Giants. Um, <laughs> the panic button. I think is uh, is needed to be pushed out there in Giants care is uh, in Giants territory. Both the New York teams to me are in need of panic button pushing, uh, especially with Saquon and and what's going on there. They still got some pieces that they could do some things with. Um, the problem though is they haven't really put together anything that people would want. They have a few pieces to kind of shift around maybe, but, you know, like Andrew Thomas, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, pretty much are the only guys that I think you should, uh, you know, remove from anybody coming in and sniping them from you, right? Um, You still need a strong base. Even if you wanted to trade like Jones, Landry Jones, uh, there could, Daniel Jones, yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones. God dang, I said Landry Jones. <laughs> Dandry, Daniel Jones, that could still come with some possible salary cap implications. So they have more trouble, I think, than anybody. And there's no hope, I don't think, for them to be able to turn this situation around for the for the Giants. I think the Giants is a lost cause. Yeah, it's it, and it's it's weird because obviously you know their their coach Brian Dabble was all the talk. What was that last year, two years ago when they uh, kind of made their run and, and were were relevant again? But it quickly kind of turns on them. They're getting blown out in big fashion here, and I think you just 
you're probably at the time to make the decision on Daniel Jones. Um, if you're going to be getting a high but draft he, pick. But he vouched for him, though, Bach. Yeah. So so is is that a Dable issue? Is there, Are they looking at him in a couple years if this continues to go? I think so. I mean, yeah. it, 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 again, he could go from being one of the best sought-after NFL coaches into right. where, you know, the next year if you struggle <laughs> for half a season, you'll get fired. I mean, that's how the NFL goes, and that's what it's looking like right now. The Giants just don't seem to have a whole lot of hope. They're getting blown out. Um, the one win they did have against the Cardinals, the Cardinals should have won that game. The Cardinals right. aren't any good. Um, better than what they probably what you thought they would be coming into the season. But in any case, another one in four team. Um, it, I don't know. To me, I think it's time to make the decision on Daniel Jones. And if the decision is to keep going with him, and then we'll, you'll just have people continue to keep saying, well, you got to make the decision on him. You know, give him the rest of the year, sure, or whatever. But I don't know how much longer they're going to run with that experience. Good, you know, good running quarterback. But I think they overdrafted him to begin with. Who Who are pieces for them, Bach? that when you really begin to look into their roster, that could be some someone who could help them in any way to change the lostness of their cause. I mean, you can hope for, like, Super Saquon Barkley again. Right. But the injuries. Yeah. I uh, mean, I don't know. I mean, some of it's just limitations. I mean, we talk all the time about Nebraska and their limitations on offense. Um, they just seem to be a little limited with their personnel. And in the NFL, that's, you know, you get less of a pass on that. Of course, in, in college, you're recruiting or whatever, first year and all that stuff. But, um, you know, in the NFL, that's kind of up to you and your GM to to build something that's formidable. And they've seemingly missed on a few wide receivers or not, you know, kept the guys in that, that do get going. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's a whole lot of hope for... There's a few teams that... Um, and the Giants included, you know, it's early in the season, but that's why we're we're kind of talking about it right now. It's yeah. like it, it's not it's like the, again. I, I just think opposed to the Vikings. The Vikings are still putting up a good fight. They're they, they haven't won these games, but they are competing against the top level teams in the NFL, and that's what you expect week in week out. Even if you're a bad team in pro football, um, if you're getting blown out forty to nothing, thirty seven, thirty seven, eleven, right? It's just like you you are the bottom yeah. of the barrel in the NFL. Yeah, and I thought Arizona was that. I thought Arizona yeah. doesn't be the the ones looking at the uh, the first and second type of pick. But here's the thing, though, um, Brad, elaborate a little bit on that um, uh, question that you had on the Sutter Hammond text line. He says that Dallas needs a number one receiver, and I want to say I think you're saying Wandale Robinson. I don't know if Wandale's a number one. I I, I would say that um, I think. Um, Gosh darn it! What's what's my Jalen guy? Hyatt, maybe no from Oklahoma. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, CD Lamb. I, I I would say CD Lamb was probably Cowboys, a better yeah. option. I think Wondell's a great slot, but I don't know if he's a number one. So if that's what you're saying, I don't think it. Big Bird. He he really said it though, and I think this is where we're we're talking about when we're talking about the uh, the Giants on the Saturday Hammond text line. He says they're stuck with Danny Dimes. He got too many dimes, and with a <laughs> with a uh, a dollar sign at the back. They, they, and this is the thing: I think Brian Dable may be in trouble for that one because he's the one that actually vouched for him when maybe some of the top brass was trying to move and, and go a different direction. But hey, 
it, it is what it is, but I think you're right. I think they're stuck with him. Uh, Nyla Boo says, Captain Kirk, he can stay right where he is. Go, Pat, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she likes that. Um, Mike says on the Sauter Hammond text line, Kurt's got a no-trade clause. He's not going mm. anywhere. They're stuck with him, as Nyla Boo had said as well. Um, now, Hamill he, he could be able to drop that and go to Well, contender, yeah, he could. Would be the idea there. Yeah. He could. He could. But like you're saying, they're competing, so I, he may not feel... You know, to go and the try to learn to a new do, system yeah, and do yeah. all of that. So he may not feel that that may be the need. Augie says they paid Jones before the season and made Barkley hold out terrible management. I would have to agree with you, and I think this is probably where he's going to pay for it. John and Corlin says uh, no one will touch Russell Wilson. Peyton went after his guy, Big Bucks. They are stuck. Russell is playing less than adequate. I would have to disagree with you, and this is one of the topics we're going to get into um, a little bit more because I was going to ask that question. I see what your answer is. Maybe um, I can persuade you in a little bit of debate, but we'll talk about that a little bit less. Anything else on those thoughts on those uh, on any of the text messages? Uh, not necessarily. I was just kind of looking it up that, that, that Daniel Jones now two touchdowns, six picks on the year, does lead the team in rushing with just on, on, under 200 yards, which doesn't say much for the help he's getting either. The leading wide receiver is Darren Waller as a tight end. No actual wide receiver has more than 167 yards receiving on no the bueno. year. No that's, bueno. That's why I was kind of saying, like, they're just kind of out of, they just don't have it. They don't have the pieces. Yeah, no bueno. They're unstuck, literally. Uh, stuck in the bottom, and I actually thought Arizona was going to be that, and they're actually competing a little bit better than that. Um, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll get into uh, the little bit of the Broncos conversation and talk a little bit about what John and Cor- Cortland uh, had to say a little bit about the Broncos and I'll push back a little bit on the debate. We'll come back right after this on the block.